Hello. Welcome to this edition of Impact, where we share your remarkable stories of faith. You know, we proclaim and believe in the scripture of the great prophet Isaiah when he declared in chapter 12, verse 4, Thank the Lord. Praise His name. Tell the world, yes, tell the world of His wondrous love and how mighty He is. So stay with us and be inspired as we hear amazing stories that are sure to impact your walk with Christ. You won't want to miss today's program. And now, here's your host, Mike Gonzalez. Welcome to another edition of Impact, where we share your amazing stories of faith. On this program, we believe that your story of transformation through Jesus Christ can touch many lives. For more information on Impact Stories of Faith, visit us at impactministrysa.org. And now, our featured story of the week is Sammy Viela. Sammy, welcome to Impact, and I know that our listeners are in for an amazing story. In 2008, Sammy Viela found himself in a very dark place. As a result, Sammy's life would spiral out of control. Sammy, take us back to what happened in 2008. In 2008, I was diagnosed with PTSD. This is following being deployed to just about every hotspot around the world since 1990. It was a diagnosis that I did not accept. And I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't tell my wife, my kids, my parents. I didn't tell anyone. And I really denied it to myself. And I just went on, you know, they tried to put me on meds. I denied that. Just like any problem, Mike, if you ignore it long enough, it only becomes progressively worse. I started, like you said, spinning out of control. I began to lose my faith in God. At that point, I really started to doubt there was a God. And I had just seen too many things in this world that I just, it caused me to doubt and to wonder, how could God allow so much pain and suffering in this world? And so then I started drinking heavily. Depression started setting in. This is over the course of years. And then with the depression came thoughts of suicide. And my marriage started suffering. And the wife and I were at each other's throat constantly. She didn't know what was going on because I didn't tell her. This dark place that you found yourself at was a result of your service to our nation. In addition to that, you developed what we call PTSD. Can you tell us what PTSD is? So PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, it's really just when an ordinary human being is exposed to extraordinary circumstances. And it's the body's reaction, the mind's reaction to what they experience. And a lot of people ask me, are you healed? And I tell them, well, you don't heal from PTSD. You you learn to manage it. It's a stress. And it's a stress you learn to manage. And going back into your relationship with your family, it was something that you encountered in your life. And as a result, there was depression. There was other things that came about in your life. Tell us about that. My loss of faith is really when the enemy started whispering in my ear and he really took over. He took over my mind because I I was feeling, you know, some survivor guilt. I was feeling those types of issues. I was feeling like I was not worthy, that I was not worthy of heaven. You know, that really, really started playing in my mind because when you start down that slope, all of a sudden you're not really worthy of anything else. And so I, you know, my wife was constantly, uh, we were constantly getting into arguments about dumb things, little things. And I would question, well, maybe I'm just not a good husband. Maybe I'm just not a good man. And you know how that spirals and it snowballs. So this was a domino effect. Tell us a little bit more in detail as to what else happened in your life. I began drinking heavily. 
and I began, you know, wanting to pick fights and stuff. I definitely had nightmares for years. The nightmares would just grip me. I mean, I would wake up, jump out of bed in the middle of a nightmare and cower in the corner of the room. And my wife learned very quickly not to touch me when I'm having a nightmare like that. Because the first time she did it, I grabbed her and she was very scared. So she learned, just call out my name, call out my name. Once I'm calming down, flip on the light, continue to call my name and then approach me slowly until I'm out of it. That right there was a really scary thing for my wife to deal with. She did not sleep well. She lost a lot of sleep because she became a very light sleeper. I would get up just to go to the bathroom, and she would tell me, where are you going? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Can I just go to the bathroom? And again, anger would go in quickly. You know, you're dealing with these issues. You you go from zero to 60 real quick. That's right. On the road, road rage. Zero to 60 in a heartbeat. Somebody cut me off or just passes me on the right, and there I am. I'm engaged, and I just want to run them off the road, you know, kind of thing. So she put up with a lot. I do want to tell you, Sammy, thank you for your service to our nation. Serving our country is a honor, but many a times our service members develop PTSD, and as a result, lives are changed. Not only your life, but your family's life. Now, you talked about how it affected your wife. How did this PTSD affect your children? So my kids, uh, for the most part, they, they were in junior high, high school about that time. One thing that I think you will find them say is that my relationship with my sons, I have four sons, Victor, Adam, Jesse, and Alex, I think they will agree with me when I say that I spent quality time with them. When it came to them, I truly just tried to love on them and just spend quality time with them between deployments, between trips. When I was home, I was home and, you know, I was I was doing quality things with them, you know, playing ball, taking them somewhere to the movies. We're big movie buffs, so we love to go watch movies and stuff. So the impact to them, I would say, was probably minimal. But, you know, at the same time, they would hear mom and dad argue. Probably from that standpoint, it impacted them. But as far as how I treated them, I think they'll, you'll find that it wasn't very different. Now, Sammy, you mentioned that you had depression. How ugly did it get? How destructive did it get? Anyone who's dealt with depression knows that that is just an ugly, ugly thing to deal with. I could feel it start to creep in. It was a gradual process, and it was like a spiraling out of control process. You could feel it coming, and there was nothing I could do about it. And so then it would just grip me. It took all my strength and discipline just to get out of bed in the morning and go to work. Sometimes I was late just because I laid there longer than I should have, and the wife's elbowing me saying, get up, we got to go to work. So I would get up go to work, and then it's on my mind. And you come home, you don't have any energy, man. Depression sucks the energy right out of you. And I would come home, I'm a couch potato. I would just sit on the couch, and I didn't want to talk, didn't want to talk about it. And, uh, and then at night, you know, when you're laying there alone with your thoughts, it gets even worse because the enemy is whispering in your ear. And uh, that's where the suicidal ideation came in. And that was a hard time in your life as well as your family's life. Now, I want to go back just a, a little bit. You mentioned also that you became a couch potato. As a result, your health would also be impacted. That's right, Mike. I developed high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, low potassium, which I didn't even know was a thing, you know. But yeah, my health suffered big time. I became grossly overweight. And, you know, I didn't have the energy to do anything, you know, when you're depressed, you you just don't want to do anything. And so I, going to the gym was not even a, a thing. You know, I was not going to do anything to improve my physical activity. So there I was now mentally distraught 
and now I'm physically unfit, unhealthy. It took over your life, Completely. took over your family's life. It, did. it took over your mind, your body, and your spiritual side. Absolutely. It was a, a traumatic event that just spiraled out of control. Now, before we go on commercial break, in regards to your PTSD and the suicidal thoughts that you had, what happened in your battle with these suicidal thoughts? It got so bad. You know, I carry a gun and it got so bad that uh, one day I put a gun in my mouth. And man, I came that close. But my kids popped into my head and I thought, you know, they, I've been Superman to them. And uh, I don't want them to live the rest of their life thinking, all this time we thought that was Superman. Turns out he was just weak. That statement is, is very powerful. A lot of people who suffer with PTSD go through these similar effects in their lives. And suicide becomes an option. In your instance, we thank God that God had another plan for you, Sammy. And when we come back, we're going to share with our listeners the power of Jesus Christ as he would come to transform your life and make you into a different man. Stay with us. We'll be right back to Impact Stories of Faith with Sammy Viela. Thank you for joining today's edition of Impact, where we share your remarkable stories of faith. If you have a faith-based story to tell or you'd like to share your story online, simply email Mike Gonzalez at impactstories.faith at gmail.com that's impactstories.faith at gmail.com on this program we believe that your story of transformation through Jesus Christ can touch many lives today's program is sponsored by Sammy's Mexican Restaurant in Lavernia, Texas where they have delicious breakfast and lunch specials to include my favorite their great tasting carne guisada Come to Sammy's Mexican Restaurant located at 13520 U.S. Highway 87 in Lavernia, Texas, just 30 minutes southeast of San Antonio, and see for yourself why they're the best Mexican restaurant in Lavernia. And we're back to Impact Stories of Faith with Sammy Viela, who in 2008 found himself in a very dark place. However, Sammy would have a transformation through the power of Jesus Christ. Sammy, walk us through that process in your life. There I am, right? I'm at the bottom. I have fallen. I am broken and fallen and in a dark, dark place. And along comes my wife with this, this company that, that she was working with, and it's a nutrition company. And she tells me, listen, I'm not sure I can be married to you anymore. You're not the man that I married. I don't know what's going on. And it was a real slap in the face. But it caused me to look in the mirror. And I didn't like what I saw, Mike, but I just didn't know what to do about it. But she gives me these, these, these capsules that are for my health. She was worried about my health. Thank God I, I talked her into not leaving me just yet. And so I'm taking these capsules. And I, I began, well, I was going to the doctor every three months. They would do the blood work, and then he would go over the blood work with me. Well, three months later, I go to the doctor, and blood work is really improved. He asked me, what am I doing different? I said, nothing, because um, I just forgot I was on those capsules. I go back to the wife. She's like, you forgot to tell him. So I was really impressed with the way my health had improved just, just by doing nothing but taking these capsules, improve my blood work. But then she started introducing me to the community that she had found 
I learned later that was her sanctuary. That was her safe place where she would go because I was just this ugly person. She told me that later on. I wanted to go with her to these meetings and stuff to learn more about my health, to learn more about this nutrition. She didn't want to take me, but finally she took me. It was amazing because I hated people. When I was in that dark place, I hated people. And I would say that to my wife. I hate people. And when I first met these people, I thought they got to be fake. There's no way people can be that loving and positive all the time. And they weren't. They weren't fake. They were absolutely real. They were a light and they were a beacon of hope, man. They were loving, encouraging, you know, always positive and totally servant hearted. And the most important thing, they were focused on the Lord doing work for the kingdom. One of them invites me to church, right? My wife was in LA. She's like, hey, what church do you go to? I was like, ah, well, I just haven't really found a church that I like. I was fake. I didn't want to tell people that I didn't believe in God, especially like my parents, you know, God forbid they find out I don't believe in God. But she invites me to church. I say, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll go. The next Sunday I woke up and I know now that the Lord was tugging me to go to church, but I woke up and I felt compelled and I said, okay, let me go see what, what uh, they're telling the sheep these days, you know. So I went, I sat in the back left as far away from the pastor as I could. It's a non-denominational church. And I was blown away. It's like that pastor was talking directly to me. He was talking about guilt, about not being worthy of heaven. I, right there in the church, just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop sobbing. After the service was over, uh, my friend who had invited me, her name's Rachel, Rachel comes over to me and she says, hey, you came to church. That's when the transformation really started because the next thing I know, I'm downloading the Bible app that she told me about. I don't know why I was so surprised there's a Bible app, but because there's a Bible, there's an app for everything, right, right? right? But so I downloaded the Bible app. I began doing Bible plans with her. And then, I, and I was coming to church regularly. Now my wife was like, what? You want to go to church? When she got back from LA. And so we went on 1 January, 2017. That was a Sunday. And that's the day that I was baptized. And life has been completely transformed since then. My life has been so different. I embarked on a journey to not just improve my physical health, which, by the way, uh, now I've lost 40 pounds by that time. I am off of all prescription medications for diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Praise God, right? Right, I'm off of all those prescription meds. uh, And I'm going to church, and now I'm feeling just compelled to do more. I want to serve. And I'm thinking, how can I serve the kingdom more? What else can I do to God? Because God doesn't promise us a life of pain-free and and struggle-free. He actually tells us in the Bible, right? He says that there will be struggles in your life. On this earth, there will be struggles. We're not immune to the issues of life. But what we are guaranteed is to have the Savior of the world, the creator of the universe on our side. And he gives us the peace and joy and love that we need. Now, real quick, this community... That, that the Lord placed you upon. It happened first through your wife. Yeah. She found this community. It was a safe haven place for her. You were struggling with PTSD in your life. Your life spiraled out of control. You became depressed. You were suicidal. You hated people. And your wife says, you know what? This isn't my husband. And maybe we're not going to make it. Yeah. And your wife finds a sanctuary. However, God enables you to get close to this community. And in fact, this community ends up being a spiritual community, God-centered, God-focused, and the transformation will begin in your life. Tell us more about this community. These people inspired me to want to help others. They poured so much love into me, unconditional love, not even knowing my story. They didn't care. They just wanted to love on me, man. And 
you know, if any of you are out there struggling with PTSD, I would highly encourage you to find a village because I found my village and it has to be a positive, encouraging, loving village that's focused on the Lord. And that's what happened to me. And so I began to get more involved in the church, which I'd never done before. My friend Rachel taught me how to fight off the depression that would still come. And by reading scripture, you know, reciting Bible verses out loud, invoking the authority of Jesus Christ over my thoughts, listening to Christian music, which I never did before. You know, it was rock and roll, Tejano, Salsa, you know, that was me. (laughs) But now I'm listening to Christian music and loving it, you know, just feeling it in my heart, right? And and so I organized a a 5K fundraiser for CombatPTSD.org, another nonprofit. Um, And I just began serving wherever I could to try to help veterans, number one, trying to help just people overall with whatever struggle, you know, and I I wanted to become a light to other people because if I can overcome these dark challenges through the love of Jesus Christ, anybody can. They can overcome anything, man, you know, so it just takes a village. And he restored your marriage. He restored your family. Your faith is stronger than ever before. That your spiritual side would become solid as a rock. Give a shout out to your wife, Trish. So my wife, man, she is my angel because, you know, she, first of all, she stuck with me through some dark stuff, through some ugly years. I don't know how she stuck with me. I would have left me, you know, or killed me. <laughs> right, you know? right. Thankful she didn't kill me, number one. Number two, that she didn't leave me, right? But Trish, I love you, baby. Thank you so much for staying with me. You know, and, and my sons, I, I love my sons to death, man. They are my joy in my life. You know, my parents who ne- never even knew. You know, they never even knew until I, I finally told them. They didn't know that I was struggling, you know, but they just, they have been unconditional love to me my entire life. Right. You know, and, and then, of course, I want to thank Rachel because she's the one that brought me back to Jesus, man. Mm-hmm. And she is unconditional love as well. She's just right. a beacon of light. Rachel and her team. Thank the entire you for, village. Thank you for uh, your inspiration to Sammy and Sammy is, and his entire family. Now, I want to go back real briefly to that couch potato man that you were, that you mentioned in the first half, that you gained weight, you had diabetes, yeah. high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Tell us what happened to that man. So I began to exercise. You know, I got my butt up out of the couch. I started going to the gym, you know, after I started learning more about health and nutrition. Again, being around the village, they're, they're all about health and wellness. So, you know, it really is. My dad used to say, if you want to be a winner, you got to hang out with winners. If you want to be a loser, go hang out with losers. And man, this village is just full of winners. They believe in God. They believe in fitness. You know, they believe in mental health. So I, I was inspired and I went to the, I started going to the gym, dropped 40 pounds, not just on the outside, the, the physical fitness, but the inside started healing, you know, with all the, like I said, the high cholesterol, the high blood pressure, all of that, you know, went away. And so I did that. As you know, when you work out, you have more energy as well. And so I started just doing more things. And thank God I have the energy to do all these things. My schedule is very full. You know, I'm involved with several nonprofits that I do work with. I'm involved with the church. We're constantly on the go. And now I'm starting to get involved a little more with the city where I live in Cibolo. So, yeah, man, it's it's been good. And I can see that, Sam, that your life has been completely transformed through the power of Jesus Christ. Now, Sammy... Suppose there's a listener out there who's battling health issues. First of all, who's battling PTSD, is in a dark place as you were. What advice do you have for us? If you're out there and you can hear me and you're battling with things, I want to tell you something. First of all, God loves you. God has not forsaken you. Okay? He's right there with you, man. All you have to do is turn around, believe, surrender. Okay? That's what I did. I fell to my knees in my closet, 
and I just surrendered it all to him. Give it all to him. Okay. You have to connect with other people. Those of you that battle PTSD, I know you hate people. I know you don't want to be around people. You get anxious in crowded rooms. I get it. But you have to find yourself a village of encouraging, loving people like I did. You have to do that, man. So you've got to turn to God, find yourself a village and connect. And you can always connect with me, man. I'm always looking for people to come and join my village. So you can always email me. I'm at Sammy V at projecthealingheroes.org. Feel free to send me an email. You can look me up on Facebook. I'm known as Tio Sam on Facebook, like Uncle Sam. It's a play on words. That's right. But Tio Sam on Facebook, look me up, man. I'll be glad to connect with you, to pray with you, to just listen to you, you know, if that's all you need. I'll be glad to meet you for coffee, whatever it takes. Please realize you are not alone. We're not meant to do life alone. The Bible calls us to a village, man. You're not meant to do life alone. We always say we're more powerful together. We are better together. Sammy, from a dark place to a faithful servant of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Sammy, for being part of Impact Stories of Faith to share your powerful, amazing story. And if you, our listeners, would like to have a transformation like Sammy in your life through Jesus Christ, then simply say this powerful prayer with me with all of your heart. God, I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, as the Savior of the world. And I confess that I am a sinner. And I ask that you forgive me and come into my life and make me new. If you said this prayer or have a transformation story to share, then visit us at impactministrysa.org. That's impactministrysa.org. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Mike Gonzalez. We hope you'll join us next time for another amazing story you won't want to miss. God bless you. Thank you for joining our program, Impact, where your testimonies are heard around the world. Please join us next week for another wonderful edition of Storytelling. Until then, God bless you. And remember, share your stories to impact those around you. And let us all go out as Jesus did and change our world. Hello, I'm Mike Gonzalez. And on behalf of our ministry team, we'd like to salute and thank our service members for their service to our country. And thank you for listening to Impact Stories of Faith.